0: Catholic this is your host Taylor Stroll. it is great to be in today we are recording this segment early because currently as you listen to this on the podcast or on the radio whether you're here locally in Red Sea Radio in Central Texas or St. Michael Radio in Tulsa or Cairo Radio over in the Carolinas no matter when you're listening to this I am currently in Detroit, leading worship for a mission trip up with Young Neighbors in Action. So we are recording a lot of content, a couple of days back to back, having a lot of fun here in the studio, and we've got another great show planned for you here today. In this first segment, I'm going to be talking about uh, last week's gospel, which I just found hilarious. And it, I had to read it multiple, multiple, multiple times because I was forced to. I'll tell you that story. And then the second segment, uh, Sam, you're here today. Uh, have you ever seen the movie The Little Rascals? Yes. What, what do you think of that movie over there?
1: I love that movie. I don't think I've met anybody who doesn't love that movie, though.
0: I, I haven't either. I think it's a childhood classic. It has to be. Uh,
1: do you remember Porky? Porky? Porky
0: from Little Rascals. Yes. Oh, Tay. Oh, Porky. <laughs> so uh, I love that because my name's Taylor. I went by Tay or Tay-Tay when I was a kid. Uh, call me that now and I'll, uh, I can't say murder you on the radio. What do I say?
1: You don't I, like I, when people I, call you Tay? I,
0: I will punch you in the face. You have to be very close to me. Okay. You have to be very close to me so that I could punch you <laughs> physically close, close to me. That makes sense. Um, so I loved that. It was like, oh, me, <laughs> right, is essentially what it was. Well, Porky is now a very uh, practicing Catholic, active on Catholic Twitter, and he is today's guest. I can't what? believe. Are you I, serious? I'm dead serious. I can't believe that I'm going to be interviewing Porky wow. from The Little Rascals, a movie that I've probably watched 48 times in my in my long life. So uh, he has a Catholic podcast called The Roman Circus, and we're going to talk to him about his faith, about his story. And then, uh, because he's Porky from the Little Rascals, I was like, you know what? I really want to play a game against the guy who played Porky the Little Rascals. So we're going to play a couple games in the final segment. So, if you don't like the Little Rascals, you're a crazy person, and I don't want you to be a fan of this show, so you can tune out now. If you are a fan of the show, because you are a good, practicing, loving Catholic, you're going to like today's show. But, We do have to wait. Good things come to those who wait. And today, that good thing is Zachary Mabry. We're very excited to have him on the show today. But for now, you're stuck with me, and I'm stuck with Sam. So we're going to talk a little bit about this uh, last weekend's gospel. So I have to tell you the story about how I, uh, the first few times that I read this gospel last week. Sam, uh, you've heard of this thing called reconciliation, correct? Yes. Uh, what's the last thing you said in confession? I'm just kidding. We're not going to do that.
1: Amen. But,
0: amen. Thank you, Father. <laughs> so I went to confession, and I was in the confessional line here at St. Mary's uh, Catholic Center for Texas A&M University. And the students aren't here which makes the line bearable to go to confession because there are so many holy people here. And that's a problem for me because then I have to wait. And it just, I'm very happy for them. I'm glad they're growing in their faith, but it just negatively affects my life. So I like it in the summer. Whenever I get to go uh, to the confession line, there's only like, you know, 10 to 14 people. So this week I went and how it works is that we're in the adoration chapel. And there are the two confessionals right off. Of the Adoration Chapel, and I'm sitting there, I'm like 14th in line. Sam, if you're 14th in line, how how much longer do you think I would have waited?
1: How much longer would you have waited, unless you were like first in line, or like...
0: Well, like, how long do you think before I get into my confession when I'm 14th in line?
1: Was there two priests? Two priests. Um... Let's say 40 minutes. I-,
0: I was thinking somewhere around there. 40 would probably be pretty normal, maybe 30. And at the rate it was going, like I had been in there, I was like the third to last person. I had been in there and not seen anybody come out of confession and go in. So the timing wasn't looking very good. Oh, But I was saved.
1: <laughs> By Jesus Christ. He flew in to see you.
0: That was in a few minutes whenever I met him in the confessional. Oh, but okay. I, was, I was saved in this instance by this very tall, I'm guessing, visiting some kind of Eastern, Eastern European priest. Okay. He walks in the door. And I turn around because, of course, I'm distracted while praying. And I turn around and I see him. And he is – it's a very tall door. He's towering inside this door, filling up the entire doorway. And he, he says, oh, hello. Like whispering because we're in adoration. Like it's this odd thing. He's like, I have information to share with you, but you're in adoration of of (laughs) Jesus Christ, the Lord and Savior of the entire world. But I have information for you that I think you would like to hear. He says, okay, well, uh, Father Brian said that uh, uh, he would like me to help with confessions. I am going to go upstairs in the balcony. uh, And if you want to come, I think it will make the line go faster. Okay, goodbye. (laughs) And then he leaves. So me being like the 13th, 14th, something like that in line, like far back in line, I assume that a lot of people in front of me would go. Like you'd think that'd be the courteous thing to do. Like I know that is the right thing to do.
1: Right, Sam? Yes. It would be
0: courteous to let people go.
1: That would be the nice thing.
0: So I'm about to go to confession, which now that I think about it, I should have just popped up and went first because then I could confess that I've cut in front of line and then it would just have been over in about four minutes. It's true. But I didn't do that because I didn't want to abuse the sacrament. So and take advantage of the Lord's mercy or these other people in line. I do have some kind of holiness within my soul. So I waited for a good 10 to 15 seconds. That was my limit. I turned around. Nobody had moved. So I do the whole like me standing up. And I'm a large man. It takes a few moments for me to, <laughs> to get me for me to get up from a sitting position. And right as I sit up, this guy who's third in line like pops up. And then we have this awkward thing like we both get to the door at the same time. And he's like, you go. I think you were just more scared of me because I was twice his size. I was like, no, like you it's were. In, yeah, you were in front of me. You go first. So we go. As I'm walking out, Brian, who was who works with us, who was on last week's episode, runs into me, and he's he's about to walk into the confessional. And I had this moment, Sam, where I was like, "Do I say anything, or do I just make him wait forty minutes to go to confession?" I was like, "Brian, come 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 with me." He's like, "What? Why?" I was like, "Just come with me." <laughs> uh, there's a shorter line over here. I have I have a secret path for you. I have a mission for you. A side quest. So. We go up into the top of the, we go into the church and we're, me and Brian are down in like the foyer, the foyer. Wa- waiting room of the church. The the guy who's in the front of- The
1: waiting room of the church?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sick and I need to go see the doctor. This oh. is the angelic, the, you know, the healing doctor, the f- healing of my soul. I see what you did. So he, the the kid goes upstairs. He says all his sins and then, you know, confession's over. He walks downstairs. I go upstairs and as I mean my my show is called Forte Catholic because I'm loud. I'm the loud Catholic, right? So I go into confession. And we're in this empty church. And I don't know if you've ever been in an empty church before, but you can whisper and you can hello low 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 like somehow it like gets louder. I don't understand how how the the science of that works. But maybe it's not real, but that's how it seems to happen. So I'm I'm saying my sins and I'm whispering. I'm trying to be the quiet Catholic and be like, you know, I, I killed a guy the other day and I, uh, I'm sorry that I killed this guy. <clears throat> and then the priest is like, yes, you killed a guy. And I'm like, shh, like people can hear you, right? And like, I, I didn't kill a, a guy. If you're just listening to the show and don't know that I'm being sarcastic, I apologize. So I'm saying my sins and he's like, you know, giving me sound advice but I'm stressed the entire time because I'm like, Brian's downstairs. Our friend Larita is downstairs. This other person that I don't know is downstairs. And they can hear not what I'm saying, but it's like hearing part of the phone conversation. You know, like mm-hmm. Sam, if you're on the phone, right. I don't know the conversation you're having, but I know what type of conversation you're having. It's true. And if I start hearing you say things like, Where do we hide the body? I can infer what you're talking about. It's true. So. I go down. We we finished the absolution and where the the reading comes in. Um, also, also, I forgot a very key part of this. Sam, I had a first in confession, a first time for me. What's that? I've had some crazy confessions. I've shared about them on the air. Uh, this is the first for me. Confession was upstairs. Up about, I mean, it's about two flights of stairs. I did confession, winded the entire time. I was like, I killed a guy. I I took the Lord's name in vain. (laughs) I'm like winded the entire time. So anyway, that's a side comment, but I thought it was funny. So it was worth it. I got out of line. I got out of line, but I had to be winded. It was a fair trade-off. So after my confession, he gives me the penance to go read the gospel for last weekend, which then was the following weekend. I know the timeline is very confusing. It's like an episode of The Flash. (laughs) But gave me this. He's like, read it three times and see if the Holy Spirit... Um, shares anything with you, so I go to my pew and I, I sit down next to L- our friend Lorita, who is uh, praying in in the chapel, and she's kneeling. And I sit down next to her, and she goes, she looks at me, and she goes, "What? Like, what do you mean, what? I'm just here to pray."
1: <laughs> it might have been because you were like winded again, and you were just like sitting there. What's wrong
0: with you? And you're, she, you're out of shape.
1: <laughs> she's trying to pray, and all she hears is. Ah. <sighs> I probably would say what to you.
0: So she says what? I'm like, nothing. I'm just here to do my penance. She goes, okay. And then both of us are quiet. Meanwhile, Brian is in confession. We can uh, essentially, Brian doesn't, he's trying to be quiet as well, but it's a quiet church. So essentially we could hear what he's saying slash what the priest was. So I'm like, Lorita, we have to stop praying. We have to start talking to each other. Otherwise we're both going to know what Brian did. So that's (laughs) what we did. We had this conversation. Brian finished his confession and then I did my penance and I started reading this gospel reading. So again, I have to remind you that I prayed. I did what I was told. I prayed that the Holy Spirit would reveal a, uh, a special word that stuck out or a phrase that stuck out. And, I, and here's what I got. <clears throat> so just to kind of catch you up in case you skipped mass last Sunday, you sinner, or you forgot like 97% of us what last Gunn's gospel was by the time you left lunch after mass. Here's what it says. When the time arrived for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy toward her and they rejoiced with her. They came to the eighth day. They're going to call uh, him Zechariah after his father. So they're going to name him Zechariah Jr. But his mother said in reply, no, he will be called John. The first thing I noticed was that other people were trying to name this baby. Like, that's an odd thing. I think that's a very odd thing. Like, don't, don't just life lesson of the day. Don't walk up to people and be like, hey. You're naming your baby this. Like, no, I'm naming him John. But they had the audacity to answer her saying, there's no one among your relatives who has that name. So they made they made signs asking his father what he wished him to be called. I don't know if this means sign language. I don't know if this means they made like stop signs or if I don't know what they were doing. <laughs>
1: I thought they would have like written it out maybe.
0: I, I like the sign language thing better. Like they okay. were signing to him. They're like, we don't, there's. American Sign Language hasn't been invented yet Because w- what is America um, But we're trying to f- <laughs> You, John, your Zechariah Baby Zechariah like <laughs> trying to <laughs> mouth it to him So he asked for a Wait, tap he can
1: hear He just can't talk uh- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was just really funny Anyway S- So yeah,
0: that, that I didn't even think of that
1: Why are they like, making why signs? Why are they making signs? He can hear
0: That's a great question, Sam
1: you, you told me I could just say whatever I wanted. Here you go. There's a question for That's, you.
0: That is a really good question. They made signs asking his father.
1: What does that even mean? I don't
0: know. I'm very confused If now. you
1: know, let us know because we don't know. Okay, keep going.
0: Okay, we're uh, scriptural scholars over here. <laughs> so he, asked. Uh, he Zechariah, asked for a tablet and wrote, John is his name, and all were amazed. Now my first thought, here's my first thought. I Again, I, I have to remind you, I asked the Holy Spirit to enlighten me. Here's what I thought. Were they all amazed because he agreed with his wife? Were they all amazed that he wanted to name his son John? Were they all amazed that he could write? Like I, I know read, reading and writing was a hard skill back then. Uh, were, were they, what were they amazed by? Were they amazed by his penmanship, his cursive? I, I don't know what they were what they were surprised by, but anyway, they were amazed. Immediately, his mouth opened, his tongue freed, and he spoke blessing, and he spoke blessing God. So here's the real, like, that was the first thing that hit me. The second thing is, so it wasn't really anything holy he did that broke this curse where he was cursed to, essentially, if you don't know the story, he doubted when the angel said, your wife's going to have a son because she had been barren for so long. And so the angel got frustrated with him and made him mute, which I think is hilarious. So he finally... I think the real lesson in this was he needed to agree with his wife because all he did was agree with his wife, and then he could speak again.
1: I mean, I think most women would say that they liked that, like, yeah, that that's honoring God, <laughs> doing and saying what I say.
0: So here's he, here's my <laughs> question for you, Sam. I'm not okay. I'm not a wife. You may be one day. Okay, I, I never will be. <laughs> so I don't know. You 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 are more qualified to answer this question. It's true. Do you think she was more happy when he could speak again, or or more happy? It's like, oh, dang it. <laughs> He could talk again.
1: Well, I mean, right now he's agreeing. So it's like, we're good right now.
0: We're good right now. Yeah. Later, she'll just use sign language when she knows he can hear.
1: (laughs) There it is. So
0: then fear came upon all their neighbors because he could talk again. (laughs) Again, if I couldn't talk for forever and then I was just, I had nine months bottled up where I could talk again. I think if all of my friends and relatives would run in fear as well. It's like, oh no, he has a
1: microphone again. He's going to unleash on us. Be like double forte, Catholic.
0: <laughs> fortissimo, <laughs> fortissimo, Catholico. Okay. Uh, that, so they discussed the matters all over Judea, and then they were they were surprised. Like, what will this child be? So. Those were the first things that stuck out to me. Read it three times for my penance and just laughed the whole time. I was like, thanks, Jesus, for revealing how silly (laughs) all of this is and maybe the lesson that I should listen to my wife more. Uh, But the thing that really stuck out to me after all this, I read it three times for my penance. I read it once for my Bible study, my men's Bible study, where we study the next weekend's gospel on Wednesdays. And then I heard it again in mass. And what really stuck out to me the whole time was that this guy was mute for months, months and months and months. And the first thing he does when he has his voice is he blesses God. And I thought about how different that would be than, most, than my reaction. My first thing I'd see, like, what the heck, God? You said this angel? and did, did you even give your angel permission to make me mute? Was it your idea to make me mute? Why was I mute? That, those would be the first things that I would say. But he like the great man that he is blesses god with that and like that's something that i want to strive for so when things are going bad for you are you more like me or are you more like this great biblical character and i know all of you want to be like me but don't be like me in this scenario we'll be right back with forky from the little rascals mr zachary mavery himself
1: Interrupt this broadcast to bring you a message from definitely not Taylor. If you are listening to the show, you should totally rate it and subscribe to it on iTunes. To rate it, go to the iTunes Podcasts app on your phone, search for Tay Catholic, scroll down to review, give five stars, write that you like the show? and then move on with your day. Enjoy the rest of the show.
0: Welcome back to Forte Catholic. This is your host, Taylor Stroll. We mentioned it at the top of the show. We have a very exciting guest for you here today. I was talking to him before we, before we went on the air here just a couple minutes ago about some of the previous guests that we have had on. You know, we've had a multiple-time Olympic gold medalist. We had an Academy Award-winning director. And th- this guy is the kind of guest that is absolutely going to rival uh, the likes of those people. So uh, we mentioned in the first segment that this is a, a man who was a, a child actor. In arguably the greatest children's movie of all time, definitely of our generation, Little Rascals, the man who played Porky and self-proclaimed on this man's Twitter the guy who is featured in the cutest gif of all time, Mr. Zach Mabry. Zach, how you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for having me. No, absolutely. Thanks for coming. Uh, so... I was uh, researching you as I do most of my guests. Not many of my uh, guests have their own IMBD, play, IMBD page. So I saw, obviously, that you were, you know, the little rascals. I knew that because I follow you on Twitter and we've been, you know, the whole Catholic Twitter circle uh, runs deep, but we're all, you know, pretty close. Um, I saw something that made me very sad. Are you ready for this? Tell me. I am, only, I am three months older than you and you accomplished more in your life by age four than I have in all 28 of my years in playing porky. Like how, how do you, how does that make you feel that you accomplished more in four years than I have in my life?
2: Well, you know, I mean, I guess I'm pretty proud of my four year old self for, uh, for, for pulling that off. Um, I will say that four year old me has outdone uh five year old, six year old, seven year old, 27 year old, 28 <laughs> year old me, uh, each time. So we're, we're maybe even if you want to think of it that way.
0: I, that's very kind of you, but you're wrong, sir. (laughs) We're not even, but I, but I, it does, you're right. It does make me feel better that, uh, (laughs) that we're in similar cases now.
2: So yeah, like we're both probably equally uh, mediocre this year. Like we're probably (laughs) neck and neck.
0: Amen. That is just a ringing endorsement for the two of us. So (laughs) I, I can remember being a small child and watching the little rascals and I looked up at her and I said, Mom, one day I'm gonna interview that kid on my Catholic radio show. And and here we are. I did it. A dream come true.
2: Well, congratulations, congratulations. This is this was pretty much my goal from that age too. So <laughs> um I I was I, I didn't know that I'd make it on the, the Catholic Forte show. I was thinking maybe the um, you know, mezzo piano or something, but major on (laughs) is a forte, so...
0: He gets it! He gets it! Are you a musician as well?
2: Um, in the car.
0: Oh, there you go. I am.
2: And I recently, uh, I recently sang in the, in the choir for a mass for the first time ever. So, you know...
0: I'm sorry you had that experience.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry for everybody there except for me, and especially the (laughs) choir director, who would, like, look at me and, like, point at me, like, you need to get the note. So...
0: Yeah, no, I, was, was fun. I was a music director and, uh, yeah, I had to deal with people like you all the time.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, I was trying and I could tell when I'd be off and I would quiet, I just kind of stopped, but there were only two basses and so I felt kind of bad, you know.
0: Wait, you're a bass? Yeah. That's so crazy to me that the little kid who played in, in the Little Rascals is now a bass. I mean, I
2: could probably sing tenor if need be, but then, you know, like it's harder and i didn't i i had never we were seeing polyphony and i had never done that before so i was like i i feel like bass would be easier because it's you know quieter i don't know <laughs> 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 oh,
0: yeah. i always think of inception whenever bass is sing <laughs> so how does a kid how does a kid that grew up in in texas and oklahoma how do you get get into one of the most classic movies of our generation how did that happen
2: um, it's interesting story. So my, uh, my grand- well, I guess I'll start when I was a kid. I was very, um, I guess energetic. I would just talk constantly and barely stop to breathe. I was just always kind of going very obnoxious. And my grandmother saw on, on television that they were doing an open casting call in Dallas for little rascals. So we at the time lived uh, just outside of Tulsa in Oklahoma. And, uh, so shout out to Broken Arrow. Um, yeah they're, and, they're
0: listening to this show right now the show airs in, in Broken Arrow in Tulsa oh good well hello
2: hello everybody Um, I lived next to the quick trip Um, so <laughs> the she saw on the news they were doing this uh, tryout in Dallas and so since I had been uh, born in Plano my parents lived in Dallas uh, when they were first married they thought it'd be fun to go down you know see some friends make a week you know make a trip of it and just have me try out for this movie for fun so that you know when I was older, they could be like, "Hey, one time you tried out for a movie." Um, so we we made the trip down. I went in, did the tryout. My parents said I came out, and they were like, "What? How was it?" And I said, "Fine." What'd you do? I don't know. And I, I had no information for <laughs> them about what 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 went on or how it went or anything. Um, and then ended up getting getting the call to come back, and you know, in the park. It, it wasn't their plan that that happened, so. Uh, It was kind of crazy because my my mom had had just given birth to my younger brother. You know, he was still a baby for all this and, you know, dragging him around. So, yeah.
0: What what did your brother accomplish by age four? What did he he do?
2: By age four? Well, he survived being my brother. And (laughs) that maybe doesn't sound like it's that hard, but you can ask him and he'll tell you. Um, So that. um, And he's much more creative. And I am so actually he had invented a lot of things by age four, um, that are that were very clever things, especially for someone that age. She was always very smart.
0: So your IMBD tells me that Little Rascals mm-hmm. is the only movie that you ever did. So what went into that decision? Because you, were, yeah, I mean, it's a very successful movie, and you did great in it. So what was that decision? Like oh that was fun, or I hated it? Like what was the whole what was the whole decision process for that?
2: Yeah, so um we we liked it. We had fun doing the little rascals. We loved all the other uh you know families that we met. And um I did continue to try out for other parts. My parents had a rule which was that I could be in a movie only if it was appropriate for me to watch all the way through start to finish um at that age that I was. Oh, so, wow. you know, once I was 5, if it was a movie that a 5-year-old could watch all the way through, then that was fine. But if it wasn't, then you know, I couldn't act in it, and so that really narrows playing field because a lot of times there'll be children in movies that are PG thirteen or R, um, and you know those weren't really on the table. And I, um, I'm glad my parents had that rule, but I mean obviously it kind of limited, so we had we had to turn away a couple parts, um, while we kept looking for one that would would be a match.
0: Well, cool. So uh, the next thing that I have to ask you about, and it kind of plays right mm-hmm. into what you just said. Okay. is uh your story of faith cuz like that sounds like a, a great choice that your parents made. Were were you all a family of faith at that time?
2: Oh yes, always. Um so I I grew up Protestant. Um my parents uh, have always been, you know, very serious about their faith, very devout. I mean, all the way through my senior year in high school, we would have you know, dinner at the table as a family. We always prayed before our meals. Um you know, we went to services every Sunday. Um you know, in our church clothes. And, um, you know, my mom was also a, a youth minister uh, oh, cool. as well. So at, cause we were, we were United Methodist. And so, um, you know, that's what she did throughout my, all, you know, from about when I was in the sixth grade until after I graduated. So yeah, no, um, God was always a big part of our home and, um, you know, we were, we were always taught to pray and and everything.
0: That's really exciting. And I, I, I didn't know, uh, until you and I started talking before the interview, uh, because I know now that you're Catholic. I know that because you're a big member of Catholic Twitter. Uh, you you have your own Catholic podcast called The Roman Circus Podcast. I just started listening a couple of days ago, and I'm already a few episodes in. People need to go check it out. Uh, you are a convert to Catholicism, because we just obviously people heard that you were United Methodist growing up. So what... What happened? <laughs> your, your family was so ingrained in the United Methodist Church. What went into your conversion?
2: Um, well, uh, let's see. Um, it, it's a lot—the story is a lot cooler than I deserve, I will admit. Um, I, had, I had always been, like, intrigued by Catholicism because it seemed very mysterious and old, and there seemed to be all these, you know, rituals and rules. And so and it kind of had that intrigue there, but maybe just from an observer standpoint, not— thinking, oh, I want to be part of this, or I want to convert. Um, But, you know, I would continue to learn about it. In my junior year in college, my roommate was Catholic, and he would invite me to Mass on occasion on Sundays, and I'd go with him. And then him and I actually studied abroad um, in Italy uh, the summer after my junior year in college. And as part of our class, we were taking an art history class. We went to uh, the Holy See. We went to St. Peter's Basilica and got to do the SCAVI tour underground. Um, and so as we're underneath St. Peter's Basilica, we, we go up right till the, you know, to the spot where St. Peter's bones are, are you know, buried. Um, we learned about the, you know, the efforts in the 1940s to excavate and test them. And you know, when they were able to prove that, you know, what science can tell us, yes, this was a person of such and such age from such and such time period from this part of the world, um, and then, of course, you know, tradition fills in the rest. Um, and so I'm, I'm underneath St. Peter's Basilica next to the bones of St. Peter. And it, it, I just have this realization that, okay, well, you know, in Scripture, our Lord built the church on Peter. Um, you know, here's Peter's bones, um, you know, on the wall as we're walking in is a plaque that lists, you know, all the popes from St. Peter up through, you know, at the time of uh, Pope Benedict the Sixteenth Ratzinger. Um, and You know, I'm thinking, okay, we've got St. Peter's Bones here, this list of popes since then, and then upstairs is his current successor. And so, you know, if I want to be in in Jesus' church that he started, it has to be the church built on Peter, and and that's this church. Um, And so I, you know, I I realized then I, I had to convert. I didn't necessarily want to yet at that point, and wasn't, you know, wasn't thrilled. It was like, but I knew that it's what I needed to do. And so... Um, the following Easter, I was received into the church at the Easter Vigil and received confirmation at my first communion. Um, and so, you know, the rest is uh, history. And my roommate that went, he became my sponsor, too.
0: Oh, that's that's really cool. And what I love about your story is, like, coming from a Protestant tradition and where your mom was a youth minister, it's like you knew the scriptures. Like, you were able to, while you were in St. Peter's, re- recall the scripture of Jesus, you know, founding the church upon Peter. And then it combined with the tradition of the church. You mentioned that in your story. So it's like what the you know Protestants do well is knowing their scriptures and diving into their scriptures. And that was combined for you with your experience of the great tradition of the church being in St. Peter's, seeing the Pope, seeing the, the list of Popes all the way back, seeing the bones of St. Peter. So it's really neat that the, the church is built on scripture and tradition. And that's essentially the two things that brought you into the church.
2: Right. And it, it all felt very factual. Well, that was the thing. It was, it was like, okay, it felt weird. And I, I didn't feel great about having to go tell my parents, hey, I'm going to convert. And, you know, we're not going to be the same. You know, we're not going to be on Sunday in the same spot anymore. You know, I mean, it, it, it didn't feel great at first, but, but the facts were in front of me. And, you know, once I knew it, I had to respond. And so um, it, 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 it's pretty neat. And so, of course, I took St. Peter as my um, confirmation saint of since, course. you know, he kind of hooked that up for me. Um, and so, yeah, it's just been, it's been very cool, um, since then. And, you know, I always have to thank God for kind of laying it out to me that big. Cause I maybe would have never listened had it not, you know, been put right in front of me and, you know, very clearly laid out, you know, do this. Here's all the reasons why don't mess this up
0: sort of thing. So who scheduled this trip? Who made you want to go to Rome?
2: Um, Actually, my roommate mentioned it. He was the one that kind of found the program. Of, we go to we go to Italy and travel around. So we started in Rome, and then we got to see all these different places. So my sort of secondary favorite saint is St. Catherine of Siena, because our first stop after Rome was Siena. And, and I, you know, you hear all about her, and I'm like, wow, like, man, the early Christian – I mean, I guess she was, what, 12th century, 13th century? But, you know, for hundreds of years, these people have you know, given everything to this. Um, so – so yeah, Essentially, no he tricked you.
0: He job. was like, "Yeah, let's uh let's go on a trip to Italy. It'll be great." <laughs> Basically, yeah, that must have been his plan all along. He, well, he he wins. So uh, tell the people what Porky is up to these days. Um, so
2: these days, um, so people are always really happy to hear that as a, a child, a former child actor, that I didn't grow up and become like a junkie. <laughs> Congratulations.
0: So um, then,
2: then they kind of like uh, once they find out uh, I, I'm an accountant, I'm a CPA. So, um, I do, I do freelance work for small businesses and individuals, you know, with their taxes, finances, that kind of stuff. And then, um, my, but my main gig is I'm uh, a senior accountant at American Airlines here in Dallas. Um, so that's kind of my day job, night job thing. And then of course you mentioned, I do the uh, Roman circus podcast with Matt, um, my co-host slash producer slash the brains of the operation slash my great friend, um, and then I, uh, I I spend a disproportionate amount of my time uh, on the Twitters on the website. So. Yeah,
0: we, we have to get into that because y- you were famous for being for being Porky in in the in the movie. Now you're famous. You have Catholic Twitter fame. So uh, for those of you who don't know what Catholic Twitter is, it's just Twitter and Catholics talking to each other, and it's like this exclusive club that you have to like. I don't know. Uh, Tommy Ty has to say you're in it or something. I don't know the rules. Yeah. I've asked him. Nobody seems to know, but it's a lot of fun. You know, like the, the Catholic podcasting group is, is pretty close to each other. And then it's just fun having conversations. So the f- question I have to ask you right now is I'm slowly starting to be accepted into the, into Catholic Twitter. I'm current my phone (laughs) is currently blowing up and has been for the last couple of hours. I'm in this thread with, you know, most of these people from Catholic Twitter. And we are arguing about the thing that you think most Catholics would argue about. Of course this discussion has all revolved around the correct toppings for pizza. So <laughs> my phone's been blowing up with all these Catholics about toppings for pizza. So I have to ask you to weigh in because I think you carry a lot of weight in Catholic Twitter. What are the, what are the correct toppings for pizza? What's, what's your favorite two or three?
2: Um, so everybody listening to this, who has ever eaten pizza with me could answer this uh, for me, that there's only one topping for pizza and that is pepperoni. Okay. Um, and Everybody is very aware of my preference for pepperoni pizza. Um none of the I, I I'll try other toppings and like they're fine, like green peppers are good. Um mm-hmm. like and, and um I mean like garlic, but yeah. really I mean, my my producers laughing at you. Just put more pepperoni.
0: So I'm totally down with that. Okay. So here's the deal. There are a lot
2: nothing sweet though. No pineapple. Oh no,
0: no! You should have stopped talking. I'm a pineapple guy. All right. But but you you and I can disagree. I forgive you on the on the pineapple thing. But here here's the deal. I I'm totally down oh, with Pepperoni. I love Pepperoni. There multi, it's it's a weird like priest thing. Like all the priests on Catholic Twitter, like Father Goyo and Carmelite Nick are all saying like anchovies and sardines and we're arguing about how Jesus, you know, like I'm not going to go as far to say that Jesus made a mistake when he made anchovies, sardines, and cockroaches and mosquitoes, but I, but it is something <laughs> I'm going to have to ask him about when I get to heaven because I just don't understand. But his ways are higher than my ways. So hey, Zach, uh, we are going to we're going to take a break, uh, but we're going to come right back. We're going to play a game with you, a couple of games, uh, just to just to get to know you a little bit more and have some fun. Uh, primarily, just because I want to beat Porky at a game on my own radio show guys. We will be right back for our final segment of the day with Zachary Mavery sticking around. Hey, it's Taylor. Aren't you glad I'm not using voice modulation between these two segments? You're welcome. Friends. Hey, I just wanted to stop and take a moment to tell you to go visit the website for all your Forte Catholic needs, F O R T E Catholic.com. You can find old podcast episodes. You can find info on my music, on my speaking. You can find booking information. If you want me to come out to your parish or to ask an event or school, I would love to go check it out, F O R T E Catholic.com, and enjoy the rest of the show. to for take Catholic we're back now with Porky from the little rascals we're gonna play a game now it's gonna be fun oh yeah so Sam just starts uh she gets tired of me singing and she just uh you know, pulls the music down just a little bit. So for those of you who are just joining us, we are joined by Zachary Mabry at Zach, Z-A-C-M-A-B-R-Y on Twitter of Catholic Twitter fame. He was Porky and the Little Rascals. And my childhood dream is to talk to him, and I'm finally doing that. And my my adult dream is to beat him at a game. So we're, we're going to try for that. Uh, Zach, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Are you ready? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. So the first game that we're going to play is is a is an argument argumentative game. Are you an argumentative kind of guy? Um, I
2: mean, some people say I am, but I'm clearly not. But it's fine. I'm just kidding.
0: Okay, they're probably let's argue. Uh, What's true is what people uh, most of the time. What's more true is what people say about you than what you think about yourself. So (laughs) uh, sometimes it's not true, but. watch out what what what, uh, what you think about what other people are saying. Uh, the more you know, life lessons from Taylor for the day. So what you and I are going to do, have you ever heard of the Great Debates podcast by any chance?
2: Um, I have not.
0: How dare you? I'm just kidding. I'm just getting into the argumentative state. So it, uh, <clears throat> essentially what they do is it's two guys from, I think, Harvard and Yale, and they're debate guys, and they're debating things as a moderator. They get a couple minutes to debate things, And then the moderator decides who won the debate. So that's essentially what you and I are going to do. Sam's going to, we're going to have categories like the greatest of all time, the goat of. uh, uh,
1: No, Sam. I don't have the sound because we're going through. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't need you to do
1: that. Well, you know, I tried. <laughs> uh, uh, uh,
0: okay, so uh, uh, again, just in the argumentative state, I'm just, I'm just warming up. So, the greatest of all time, like uh, basketball players, sci-fi movies. There's, a, there's a, ple- a plethora of of categories. Sam. You're going to be our moderator. You cannot take any of your bias into this
1: game. Well, you should have been nicer about my goat noise. No,
0: no bias. Not whatsoever. Not about the topic and not about me. I know you You <laughs> love the little rascals and you love Porky. You might I just do. pick him to win everything. But um, we'll see how this goes. So, Zach, do you understand how the game is going to work?
2: Um, yes, I think so.
0: Okay. So she is going to present us the question, if you and I agree, We'll just uh, high-five through Skype, and then move on to the next one. If you and I disagree, we will each get a few seconds to make our arguments, and then Sam, the moderator, will make a decision and give someone a point. Yes. And then we will crown a winner at the end of the game. Sound fair?
2: Sounds fair. All right. Wait, but Sam, does Sam work for you or
0: with you? Yes. <laughs> at the radio station, okay. she works with me. At work, she works for me. <laughs> okay. okay okay so yeah you you were the the cute child star uh she i i uh keep her employed so we'll see how this goes it's true it's it's very fair i think in 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 both of them so sam hit us with the first one
1: all right the first category is basketball so we've got michael jordan or lebron james
0: all right zach where you at
2: michael jordan of course
0: of course. See, I think it's a lot closer. I think it's a lot closer. I love Jordan. You and I, we already talked earlier. Are 3 months apart in age. So we're in the same literally the same generation. Uh but I was born in a different decade actually. I ironically enough, I was born in October of 89 and you were January of 90. Did, did I see that right? That's right. That's, yeah, good, it's, that's good creeping. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a creeper. I, I study all my <laughs> best. So three months apart, but different decades. It's kind of crazy. Um, I don't know, man. LeBron can do a lot of things that nobody else has ever done. By the end of his career, he's going <laughs> to be the single leader in points, rebounds, assists. Uh, yeah, you've got the argument of, yeah, Jordan went 6-0 and in the finals, but he only made six finals, and LeBron's not done yet. and he's, And he's already made more than that.
2: Right, but who rescued the Looney Tunes from the Monstars?
0: Oh, that is so true. It, it it is true. It's very true. That's that's fake world hashtag fake news from Zachary Mabry.
1: And guess what? That's it. Zach gets the point. Oh gosh, Monstars were pretty scary but michael jordan all right
2: run the clock run the clock
1: ran it and did a great job Uh, essentially
0: what lebron james did in the in the in the playoffs this year was carry a team like the looney tunes to a victory over the monster all right he ended up losing but he got a lot of wins that he shouldn't have had all right next one i'm bitter
1: all right (laughs) boxer muhammad ali or joe lewis
0: i don't know who joe lewis is i'm going muhammad ali I'll say Muhammad Ali as
1: well. All All right. right, Moving on. I don't know who that other person is. We agreed. High five. Woo. All right. Sci-fi movie. Star Wars or Star Trek? All right, Zach. Is it Trek or Trek? Trek. Trek. Star Trek.
0: Right. Of course, Star Wars. Oh, yeah. There's no argument
1: there.
2: Yeah. Moving on. Despite this current... The current drama plaguing the Star Wars thing.
0: Uh, Zach, see, we did this earlier about the the pizza thing. We agree, and then you and then we move on. You say something, and I'm just like, no, Last Jedi was amazing. Uh, let's argue that one. I love the last- no, no, Solo. Uh, oh, okay, Solo. I haven't seen Solo,
2: but I think Solo. I think it's going to be good because so it, it tanked to the box office, and my friends at saw it said it was just horrible. But the um. It's going to make them get back on their game with what comes next. You know, they're not going to get cocky because, because this one flopped. So well, um, I don't
0: know if you saw the news. yet yesterday they announced that they're not going to do. They're 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 backing off and stopping all their other projects that aren't the numbered Star Wars movie. They're not doing any of the other uh, Star Wars stories.
2: Yeah, no, that's good.
0: I'm crazy, glad. yeah, crazy. They just
2: checked Reddit to get that get that suggestion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Sam, next one.
1: Football, we have Joe Montana or Tom Brady. Tom
0: Brady, it's not even close anymore, Zach. You, you, you we talked about this and I know what you're going to say.
2: Do it. I'm going to say Joe Montana, of course.
0: Why? Yeah. Why?
2: Why? <laughs> I mean I don't know. I mean, you know, he's uh he he's older and wiser.
0: I think I don't know.
1: I don't
2: know Sam, give me the dang point. That's the worst <laughs> argument I've ever heard. In my I life. I haven't
0: even heard your argument, T- Taylor. T- Tom Brady has one more Super Bowls, gone to more Super Bowls. He is the—he's the, forty-one years old and still playing better than like his last season at forty was better than any single season that Joe Montana ever had. I, greatest coach and and quarterback combo. Like no one's even. had... Having...
2: gate,
0: you know. <clears throat> yeah, 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 that's fine. Do whatever you need to do to win. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, it's, it's it's not even a question. Nobody's even having this conversation anymore. They had the GOAT conversation between Joe Montana and Tom Brady four years ago. Tom Brady has, has played so well in the last four years, won multiple Super Bowls. Nobody's even arguing it anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's because when uh, in school when we had to learn our states and capitals. They would say, Joe Montana and his wife, Helena, even though he was at no point
0: married to any woman named Helena. No one's ever heard that. That is but, a valid
1: you. point. Did you have you heard that, Sam? I haven't.
0: I know you haven't because we played a game <laughs> last week about how you've never heard any sayings. I haven't even heard that saying.
1: All right, Taylor, you get the point. Right, of
0: course, I get the point. I'm right. That's fair. That's fair.
1: <laughs> that's fair. Oh, 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 oh! Baseball: Babe Ruth or Hank Aaron?
0: What you say, Zach?
2: Babe Ruth, of course.
0: Yeah, the great Bambino from great from from, Bambino. from the the Sandlot. The only the only movie that rivals the one you were in.
2: It's got some name on it, Baby Ruth.
0: <laughs> Baby Ruth. I
1: love that movie. That's a good
0: one. Uh, and, and and Darth Vader and Mufasa is in it. <laughs> so oh. that's that's fantastic. <laughs> good old James Earl Jones.
1: All, All right. right, actor Tom Hanks or Robert De Niro
0: or Zachary Mabry
1: okay that's not a choice but okay
0: Let, let's do it let's do it those are the three choices I'm, I'm calling an audible
2: Zach? this one is so hard because I mean of course we love Bob De Niro it's like I call him Uncle Bob I'm just kidding of course I, <laughs> I do not know Robert de Niro um oh man that's I'm gonna have
0: uh, I'm gonna go with Tom
2: Hanks uh, i was stuck in an airport terminal recently so i really identify with tom hanks now because of the movie the terminal
1: <laughs> it's true
0: Dude, that guy has been in so many movies where a plane is the issue it's ridiculous <laughs> uh, that one uh the one where he's on an island the one where he oh, crashes or where he lands the plane that's crashing well oh, that's
1: a good one yeah
0: i mean everything is involved with planes um He had that boat movie once. He wasn't in Snakes on a Plane, though. That was the other guy. <laughs> nope. Uh, nope. There we go. Or
2: airplane one. Or airplane two. Was or Soul
0: those, Plane. So. He wasn't in Soul Plane either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I think I have to go Robert De Niro. I really liked what was the most recent movie he was in where he played I think it's called The Intern, where he was the old guy that came to help. Yeah. That movie was really good. I think it's it's more of a they both have had great careers. Uh but I think I'm gonna go Robert De Niro.
1: Do I get to choose now? Yep, it's totally Tom Hanks.
0: Okay, I think you didn't listen to any of the arguments. I think you brought your bias into this.
1: Well, Tom Hanks is the better one. So
0: laugh is like a box. What's the score,
2: Sam?
1: You have two points. Taylor has one point.
2: So I have two hundred percent of the points that Taylor has. If you know I if I lose,
0: we're yes. strapping this segment, and I'm going to do a different <laughs> third segment. <laughs>
2: I'm like, listen to this game, and I get that in post, and post
0: like, oh, I lost.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this one is soccer, and I don't know how to say that name. P- Pele?
0: Pe- we'll go with Pele. Pe- Let's go with Pele.
1: Pele, there we go. That sounds better. And Ronaldo? I'm
0: not old enough to know what a Pele is. I know that he is a soccer player and was good. I'm going with Ronaldo because I've seen him play, but I'm not a big soccer fan, so I could be wrong on this.
2: I'm going to agree uh, with Ronaldo, because his name, of course, he's named after our holy faith. But uh, um, soccer is also not my thing.
0: Wait, so. wait who's he named after? Uh,
2: Cristiano. He's named after, like, Christianity, oh, right? Isn't that I what like,
0: that is? I was like, St. Ronald? I've never heard of a St. Ronald. Ronald, B- Ronald. St. Ronald McDonald? I don't know what you're talking about. Cristiano. I see what yeah. you're saying now. Okay.
1: Okay, so let's move on to painter. Picasso or Van Gogh?
0: Zach, you you're more cultured than I. You go first.
2: Um, so I'm gonna say Van Gogh. While I find um, post impressionism to be boring, I do think that he has some really good ones. And I've been to the Van Gogh Museum in uh, in Amsterdam, and it was great. So yeah, I'll say Van Gogh.
0: I know nothing about painting, but I know Van Gogh doesn't have an ear. And that reminds me of the guy that Peter cut the guy's ear off. So I'm going to go with Picasso because he had both of his ears.
1: Um, I, how do you choose that? <laughs> <laughs> do you choose a person with two ears and be biased against the guy that doesn't have one ear? Or do you choose the guy that has one ear and you're biased against the guy that has two ears? You do
0: it like I just did it and just make a decision.
1: Okay, uh, hey, Starry Night, though. Oh, I yeah. love a Starry Night. Van Gogh. Okay, he only had one ear, <laughs> but I do like a he Starry should, Night. He
0: shouldn't win anything.
1: I'm just saying.
0: Have you ever done the thing with You're Starry saying- Night where you look at like the like the thing like the spinning lines or whatever, and then you look at the picture and the like the it's moving, the painting is moving. I've never seen that. No, it's really cool.
2: It is cool.
1: All right, t-
0: I had t- a t- friend
2: that recreated oh. Starry Night on Snapchat, like with the little painting function. Really? Sent it out and it was brilliant. No, yeah, I'm serious. She's in Tulsa. Hopefully, she listens.
0: Just did it on Snapchat. It, it put all that work into it and it disappeared after 24 hours.
1: <laughs> she probably That's saved. True, it, right? You you don't think she saved it? Hopefully, hopefully she saved.
2: I'll, I'll I'll let you. I'll write into the show if I find out she saved it.
1: Okay, it's really important. So it's three to one. Yeah. It's three to one.
0: I'm about to be eliminated from the playoffs like LeBron was. <laughs> <laughs> LeBron James.
1: All right, tennis is Serena Williams or Roger – how do you say his last name? Federer. Federer. All
0: right, go ahead, dude. Okay, so
2: Serena Williams is very talented and very fun to watch. Um, I'm going to go – yeah, I'm going to go with Serena. If you match them up, I don't know who would win. Oh, actually, I do know who would win. I don't think it would be Serena, but I'm going to go with Serena
0: yeah so i think serena might be like have a better overall career uh yeah i think i have to agree federer i don't watch tennis but when federer plays i'll watch tennis but i think i have to agree with you and go serena sadly i have to agree with the guy beating me
1: (laughs) all right here we go this is really important solo artist michael jackson or prince
0: Oh, this was easy for me. I'm not a Prince fan whatsoever. Rest in peace to both of them. But a- it's absolutely Michael Jackson.
1: <laughs> 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 Amazing. Was, wait, was that your answer, Zach?
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, King of Pop.
1: I, I used to drive by Prince's house all the time when he was alive. When I lived in Chanhassen, I would drive by his house. I drove by the day that he died.
0: Was it you? Oh, well, I mean,
2: yeah. crazy talented it. and obviously an icon, but, you know. It
1: was crazy.
2: I've never,
0: no I've never understood him, and I've never understood the Beatles. Well, you Don't know. at me.
2: Oh, yeah, the Beatles, well, I, I don't want anyone to come to my house and attack me, so I won't, I won't say <laughs> what I think of the Beatles, but. Uh,
0: I think you just gave your answer. Moving on. <laughs>
1: All right, rock band. Metallica or ACDC?
0: I'm gonna
2: go
0: with ACDC. I am too. Metallica annoys me.
1: Okay. Action movie: A Dark Knight or The Dark Knight, The Godfather.
0: Uh, Dark Knight is might be my favorite movie of all time. Uh, Heath Ledger literally gave his life for that part. I gotta go, Dark Knight. I'm gonna go with
2: The Godfather. We're saying part one, right?
1: Yes. Well, I mean, it doesn't say, but yes.
0: Oh yeah, no, I'm just, going for the Godfather. Just, cha- okay. just okay. changing okay. the categories. Yeah. So he could try to win another point to take another lead.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, that's a point for Taylor. Oh
0: yeah, Dark Knight's amazing. Okay, like I mean, Heath Ledger kidding. literally gave his life. It's like it's like when Jesus gave his life to save our sins. He gave his life to make one of the greatest movies of all time.
1: <laughs> that's all about all right, right, I guess. It's
0: it's three to two. This, this is the uh, the point? This 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 is it. I think I think we're done. We're we're about out of time. Zach. We have to crown you the winner, uh, sadly. But congratulations, sir!
2: Thank you, thank you. This this win, I want to dedicate this to all the listeners out there. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for all of you. Um, That's not
0: true. They didn't book you. I did. And,
2: you know, to those of you at home, one day you could be on the Catholic Forte show and you could win the game round. I'm telling you, if you just have excellent opinions like me.
1: Uh,
0: Yeah, we're definitely scrapping this segment Zach, thanks so much for coming (laughs) on Despite this uh, Thank you for having me This this terrible last uh, 30 seconds of you just making me grovel Uh, So uh, Guys, go check him out Go listen to the Roman Circus podcast Go uh, follow him At Zach Z-A-C-M-A-B-R-Y On Twitter It's been a lot of fun, man, I appreciate it
2: thank you for having me this was great and i'll uh, i'll catch you on the twitters
0: yeah man all right guys this has been so much fun i cannot believe that i just interviewed porky from the little rascals we had a lot of fun i hope you enjoyed today's show as always please subscribe to the show like it and leave a rating we will be back next week see ya